0: it's monster monday on the jack-o-lantern press podcast my name is michael piccarella and my name's tom Picarella. each monday tom and i talk about and briefly profile a monster of the week this monday's monster the thing So that music there is from Ennio Morricone's score for the 1982 film, The Thing. That's John Carpenter's The Thing. And that score is awesome. And the thing is, I, that piece of music, for some reason I was thinking, was from the scene when the 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 dog is transforming into the thing. And I've seen the movie a hundred times, I've lis- listened to the score a hundred times, but when I went to re-watch that scene for this podcast, just because I wanted to see that part, that piece of music was not in the scene that I was thinking it was in, and so I was kind of just skipping through the movie, and I don't even know where that music is, so I was kind of looking around because I know there was a lot of music in that film that was not used, and I'm wondering if that is a track. So I, I couldn't find anywhere where it said, oh, it's not in there, so I'm going to have to re-watch the dang movie and, and see where the heck it is, if it's even in there. But that score is really, really great, and the movie's really cool um, as well. That's the 1982, and one. it's funny because I saw the original thing, the Howard Hawks version um, in film school, and that was probably like around 1996. And and I liked it a lot. But then um, the I think the following year in film school, for whatever reason, I saw the box of John Carpenter's movie and freaking loved that. It, the The box just looks cool. And I had never seen it. I didn't see it when it came out in the 80s. And Yeah, the uh, cover's, uh, it the cover's
1: cool for sure. The, co-
0: the cover is super freaking cool. I bought the VHS of it. So like I said, this is maybe... 96 or 97 and uh, I brought it into an edit suite because I used to have classes like I went to school in San Francisco and so I had like a class in the morning and maybe like an hour or two hour break or something and then I had another class so I would go into an edit suite my friends and I well I bought this movie at Borders which was down in uh, Union Square at the time bought that movie brought it into an edit suite and there was a bunch of us and we just started watching it and and people were like looking into our edit suite window and saying like what the heck is that movie and people hadn't seen it which is kind of crazy because it is a classic um but yeah it's a really cool movie um but Tom yeah what what were your first impressions of the thing when well first you off getting it's, into
1: this this uh this creature is awesome. I will say that uh, what's funny is when you when you start to look stuff up, you know, especially like the powers and the abilities. I was getting a bunch of conflicts with the thing from the Fantastic Four, uh, which I I don't know if you were having some issues with that as well. But I mean, the Fantastic Four stuff was just coming up like crazy until we kind of started narrowing it down, you know, based off of the movie uh, date you know, 1982, so, um, that was, like, all of a sudden when I really started finding stuff, because even if you go on Amazon to find, like, toys, or even apparel, or, or really anything, you type the thing in, and for whatever reason, boom, there's all, all this stuff about, about the Fantastic Four and the thing, you know, (laughs) he's the, he's the rock guy, so, um.
0: Yeah, you gotta put in the date, either, the 1982 date, or you got to pull up the the 1938 source material date, or the 1951 film, but um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's definitely a cool property. Um, I recently joined this Facebook fan group. It's called uh, the Thing 1982 Fan Club, and there's a lot of cool posts, like super Thing fans out there. And oh, I know yeah, this movie's that- not for everyone. It didn't get great reviews. It came out when E.T. came out, so it was way overshadowed. Some people think it's there are no thrills. It's just all about effects, but I don't know. There was way more to it to me. I loved like that desolate feeling in the, in the snow, the Antarctic, and you know, there's just these group this group of guys that are kind of stuck there and there's it's really cool. In any event, Let's get into the mythology of The Thing. For those who haven't seen the movie or any of the movies or know the source material, um, it is a, uh, an alien being that comes to Earth. But I'm going to read uh, a little description from Jeff Rovin's 1989 book, The Encyclopedia of Monsters. Um, it has for the first appearance the 1938 um, story "Who Goes There" by John W. Campbell. Um, it was published in Astounding Science Fiction Magazine. Um, what's cool though is there's a book you can get on Amazon now, and it is called "Who Goes There," the novella that formed the basis of the thing. And I'll talk a little bit more about a little bit more about that later. But uh, but yeah, you can still get the story um, if you want to read it. Um, okay, so, species extraterrestrial, size about 4 feet tall and weighing 85 pounds. Sounds like uh, the description in this book is going off the, the source material. It's going off of of uh, the Who Goes There story. So here it goes. Uh, biography. Some 20, oh, sorry 20 million years ago, a spaceship that resembled a submarine without a coning tower... 280 feet long and 85 feet in diameter at at its thickest, left a hotter planet than Earth, a world orbiting a blue star. Near our planet, the spaceship's propulsion was upset by Earth's magnetic field, and it crashed in the Antarctic. One of its passengers stepped out and froze within 10 feet of the ship. In the present day, the 37-man secondary pole expedition finds the wreck, digs out the animal in a block of ice, and tries to free the ship using thermite bombs. There is a strong implication that the extraterrestrial telepathically contacted several party members in their dreams and urged them to dig it up. Unfortunately, the bombs caused the ship and any other occupants, um, three shadow things might have been other passengers, to explode. Back at the base, men are divided about what to do with the frozen extraterrestrial. Biologist Blair and Dr. Copper want to examine the thing. Physicist Vance Norris is afraid that any microscopic life associated with this creature may still be alive, and that a plague will be unleashed. However, it all becomes moot when cosmic ray specialist Conant is left to stand guard over the thing, and it thaws, emerges from the ice." And as you can imagine, chaos and hijinks ensue, and the thing becomes part of our population. So that was kind of the uh, origins of that guy. Um, I have a quick little fun fact um, before you get into your powers and weaknesses, Tom. Um, in the novel, or no, it's really a novella, but short story, whatever you want to call it, the Thing is actually rather different in several aspects. For starters, it has a true form, a blue-haired creature with three red eyes. And rather than assume the horrific transformations like you saw in the movies, it simply reverts to this form when exposed or assimilating. So it does have a form unlike in, in the movies. So I thought that was interesting because I did not know about it. I haven't read the story, but I think I definitely am going to purchase it and check it out. But what did you find out about its strengths and weaknesses?
1: So strengths and weaknesses, Um, uh, the some of the stuff that I found out. Uh, before Actually, before we go into that, did you see any real similarities to this and maybe the blob to some extent? There
0: definitely are similarities and... If you go online and type in the thing versus the blob, there are a ton of matchups that people do. They have like space battles forums on Reddit. They have all kinds of discussions on YouTube. There are several videos where people break down the powers and like who would win and all. And they're actually kind of fun and worth a Google search.
1: Um, But yeah, there definitely
0: are similarities. There's no doubt.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I think so too, and even looking at some of the, the special abilities here. So I'm, I'm going to read um, a couple of things from from that same book that, that you have. Uh, so his features and powers, um, the alien has an evil, unspeakable face with three mad, hate-filled, red eyes, blue hair-like crawling worms, saber-clawed feet, lion-like lips, and four tentacles, each with a seven-tentacle hand. Its most striking ability is its chameleon-like talent to look like any person or animal. It digests victims, and as it does so, every cell is analyzed. The thing then orders its own cells to imitate them exactly. Once that creature has been imitated... The thing is free to copy something else while still remaining the same animal. What's more, it's if threatened, anything can melt down into a protoplasmic gel and reform elsewhere. The alien is believed to be telepathic and a mind reader. And what's, what's crazy about this is even looking at, at other... Other references, uh, I'll you know I'll just go to, you know um, thething.fandom.com. You know he's an organism. Uh, it's funny again they they uh, they bring up the name. Uh, his name is the Thing, but his true name is actually unknown. His appearances are various because he can assimilate and replicate into whatever his victim is. But it's kind of like it's kind of like the blob, where the blob is like this ooze of gel, and it like can you know can can go underneath the doors. This can't go underneath the doors, uh, but it becomes a part of another organism, and it makes itself into it. It feeds on it, and you know my assumption uh, would probably be that to kill it would be to freeze it um the same way you would with with the blob yeah
0: it's kind of like the blob i mean because basically the thing is frozen until these these guys come and and dig it up um and thaws out but you you i don't think you you yeah you can't burn up the blob but this at least in the 1982 version of the film they they burn the thing up and um it seems like the 1982 version is very close to the book, whereas the 1951 version of the story, which is called The Thing from Another World, is definitely different. But but the John Carpenter version seems very close to the short story. And yeah. Um, so, yeah, you could definitely kill The Thing with fire, whereas The Blob, I think all you can really do is freeze the dang thing.
1: Well, and it, and you know the thing is, is it assimilates and it replicates its victims. Um, it's capable of radically altering its form. Um, every part uh, is potentially autonomous. You know, sort of creature, and anybody really is a victim. Uh, I mean, he he'll go after anything. I mean, he shapeshifts. Uh, you know, he's he's an organism. Uh, he, he could he could pretty much do and mold into whatever he wants to mold into and,
0: and by the way the the shape shifting and the molding like the effects in the 82 version by rob botin is they're so cool even still today so when we my friends and i in film school what were watching this movie i mean it's a great story in my opinion i know some people disagree um, I love the movie but man like we were glued to this thing especially with what we were seeing it's like whole I had never had never seen anything like that and this was years later we were watching this more than 10 years after the dang thing was made and by the way there was a remake of the thing in 2011 and it was like I, I hate to say it trash because it's really hard to make a movie, but it was trash in comparison to the <laughs> 1982 version. And you know, and even with with all the innovations and things that they can do with the effects, it just i to go back to that 82 version. The effects were just so cool.
1: You, well, I, if you haven't even, seen it.
0: You have to see it.
1: Yeah, even the part. Um, uh, when uh, if anybody goes to Twitter, just search hashtag the thing. I mean, granted, you're gonna see a bunch of the stuff from the Fantastic Four too, but there's there's a lot of neat pictures in there that people have posted and commented about. And there was one in there where he's he's sitting in there, uh, the guy's uh, sitting there, and he is ready to um, kind of charge him up because you know that that guy is dead. And when he goes to charge him up, he shocks it, but then. The the chest opens up with these these teeth and sucks the guy down in there and you know it it, it looked really neat on the pictures too, um, but I wanted to read something else about its reproduction on uh, aliens.fandom.com. It says when the thing engages another organism for assimilation, it rapidly generates a haphazard arrangements of limbs and body parts from its own biomass, while seemingly dramatic. This shock and awe tactic has proved quite effective as a hunting uh, stratagem. Victims are left stunned by the sudden transformation allowing the thing ample time to subdue them. These explosive mutations are generally believed to be comprised of various anatomies of previously assimilated species which are constructed and organized into a formation or or set of formations that fit the immediate needs of the parasite. So you know, in a way, he he goes in and he's just got all these limbs and all these parts that he just keeps devouring up and then builds his own his own sort of thing. And he is a parasite because he feeds off of people. Uh, but I don't know. It's it's kind of a neat uh, a neat little little uh, creature that i think uh was was developed at the time and was a little bit different from you know everything else that was out there but i do see the similarities you know of the blob uh one other thing i wanted to bring up there was a video game uh that came out uh in 2002 it was a third person shooter it was a survival horror game um uh, it, it was uh, it was meant for you know windows and playstation 2 and i believe it was on the original xbox the game was cheese uh it was made by black label games and Konami uh, it was a it was a console version but uh the, you know it i I don't think I ever I, I don't I'm pretty sure I didn't play this um I've played a ton of games but i I never played this video game but I mean it looks kind of fun uh, but you know obviously it's so old now that that uh you know nobody's probably gonna play this but maybe there's some people out there that would like it still just because of the genre of it. So I wanted to bring that up. Um there's another thing. Uh if you go on Amazon and uh you go into the search there, you can actually find a board game uh called The Thing Infection at Outpost 31 board game 1982 the movie. Uh and it's uh it's oh, nice. a board game. And uh it's kind of neat. Um it looks like it's made by USAopoly. Um the covers kind of neat they they're like out in the middle of nowhere uh you know kind of on this base it looks like they're in antarctica or something and yeah. uh yeah they got uh they got all these neat cards and you reference stuff and i don't know it's it, you should check it out um there's definitely uh, a neat little little look of it although i'm 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 looking at the prices and i don't think you're gonna to want to buy this because holy cow <laughs> it's 425 dollars like what the hell are people thinking yeah, it's on like this? a lot
0: of this stuff there was a cool if you look in like collectibles i found this uh so for those who have seen the 1982 film there's like this this blood test that they do to see if the thing has infected anyone and so there's Uh, an actual blood test it comes in like a package like if you got an action figure it's called the thing blood test kit um it's a custom kit from the movie um it has a six by nine card on the back of it it's a limited run kit and as of now according to this etsy page i'm on um there are only two made (laughs) <laughs> so uh this thing's like 65 bucks for a little Holy petri dish di- dish with uh i don't even know if it's real blood or what it is and there's like a piece of copper wire in there
1: like they used in the movie
0: it looks really cool it's a collectible thing um
1: but, my advice uh, to everybody is to go find some action figures because there's tons of them out there and just stick with the movie <laughs> because yeah. the rest but of this we'll, stuff's we'll going to be a challenge thing
0: on- We'll link the thing on Etsy, uh, because it is pretty cool, just to, to see it, uh, but yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, what else? Is that, uh, oh, movies, so yeah, I already listed them. There's obviously this, the, the book, which I, I referenced earlier, that you could find on Amazon, Uh, It says here that SF Writers of America hailed this book as one of the finest science fiction novellas ever written. There's a new introduction by William F. Nolan, author of Logan's Run, and his never-before-published suspenseful screen treatment written for Universal Studios in 1978. It's saying it's a must-have edition for sci-fi and horror fans. I I definitely want to get it. Um, but then there's also, like I said, there's the 1951 Howard Hawks movie, The Thing from Another World, obviously The Thing from 1982, and then The Thing remake slash prequel in 2011, which was supposed to be the the uh, camp of people that you see at the very beginning of the 1982 film, except that the story is Basically, exactly the same thing as the 1982 version. It just does not have the charm, in my opinion, or the character work that the Carpenter movie has. So, yeah, if you're in Transylvania and you want to know where to find things, well, it doesn't make much sense because they definitely freeze in the cold, but that's where you're going to find them in the freezing, cold Carpathian mountains. And then you can also find the thing on the Sun Never Rises Strip in Shadow City at the Thing-A-Ding-Ding piano bar where it does impersonations. For more information about Shadow City and the Carpathian Mountains, definitely check out our book Transylvania Traveler, which you could find at jackolanternpress.com. All right, cool, well, that'll do it for another Monster Monday. For more about the monster universe and the monster revolution that's upon us or to become a monster revolutionary yourself go to jackolanternpress.com or you could check out our facebook uh, group called monster revolution Uh, we post a lot of fun stuff there including uh, a lot of stuff about the thing so we thank you for joining us and we'll see you again in the pumpkin patch